This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey the Giant, giving a shout out to everybody in the Giant Posse and to tell you I love wrestling. Jesus Christ. I'm Nick and I love wrestling. Uh, I'm Edgar and I love wrestling. Uh, I'm Steven giving a shout out to all the rational humans who hate wrestling. Uh, and I also hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. Today's guest has written and produced videos for BuzzFeed. He's the host of the Frenemies podcast. He's a very funny improviser, Edgar Moplazier. How's it going, Edgar? Hey, hello. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for being on the show. We're very excited to have you today. uh, What originally got you into wrestling? Uh, It was my grandfather. Uh, He didn't speak very much English when he came to this country. He's uh, from Haiti. uh, He would only watch two TV shows, and that was uh, WWE and uh, um, Cops. So those are the only two shows that he would watch. (laughs) Nice. And uh, we would watch. Everybody loves Cops. I used to watch Cops, too. (laughs) Actually, I just introduced my girlfriend, Caitlin, to Cops because she didn't think it was a real show. That wouldn't be real. That you would just watch people get arrested. I was like, no, that's definitely a real it's, TV show. It's yeah. real, and it's also probably propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah it really I is. think that's, that's all people care about anymore, <laughs> yeah, is yeah. like, <laughs> um, what's going on around law enforcement? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we're really taking a hard right turn into like three minutes of what uh, we're aiming Jesus. for. Yeah. Uh, if anyone has been surprised by all these, uh, these videos that have been uploaded lately, they just weren't watching Fox and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. It really yeah. is just like that's just cops. All their yeah. propaganda. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, like these new seasons of Cops are getting real, real dark. I'm gonna, these. I'm gonna share. Uh, I'll share a, a fun story. Uh, oh, so yes. my dad, or it's not that bad. My dad is a California Highway Patrol, which is a police oh. law enforcement. Wait, He's California what? Highway, Highway Patrol. Patrol. Yeah, yeah. He's a California it's Ohio. Yeah, California Ohio Patrol. Uh, <laughs> you gotta watch out for those fast. Ohioans coming to California. Yeah, I don't <laughs> disagree, but he was Get on him out an of episode of Cops. Uh, or like they filmed an episode of Cops and like it, it got cut because it was so uninteresting. <laughs> like, oh, it, they had like a traffic stop. Nothing good happened. It was like pretty casual. Uh, also, my dad is a remarkably like calm, even tempered person. So it was just like, he's like, all right, good job. Have a good day. Yeah. He's, I don't know what happened to me. He's a rarity. He's, he's, a, rarity. A, he's a rarity. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to share my special uh, link with cops. I really want to know, did, did the director at any point say like, could you, could you just like hit that guy? A just bit? give him a, just <laughs> Search for drugs. Get him it was like the one day that director hated cinema verite. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, something awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so you got so you were like more into SmackDown back in the day then, well, more so yeah. than Raw. Well, well, what happened was uh, SmackDown got moved to Friday nights. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, I'm a, a, a well, I was raised Adventist, and Adventists believe that. The Sabbath is a holy day, and that Sabbath starts sundown Friday and ends sundown Saturday. They're wannabe Jews, yeah. like they—they're yeah. Christians, <laughs> wannabe Jewish. Okay, and uh, they have their own tiny hats. Uh, <laughs> hey, we all need our own tiny hats. Uh, so, um, you know, I wasn't allowed to watch SmackDown anymore because it was on Friday nights. So then I started watching Raw because it was on Monday nights, and I could definitely do that. Oh, yeah. Very exciting! Very exciting. Wait, USA was always on at our house, Monk. 
NCIS. Silk Stockings. Well, now you're going to watch SVU. Femme Nikita. Femme Nikita. Pacific Blue. You guys like Duckman? Nash Bridges. Oh, Nash Bridges was good. That was all about Nash Bridges. Especially when Stone Cold Steve Austin was guest. Yeah, they did. They did. Stone Cold. Stone Cold was on there as like a regular recurring character. That was the best part about USA is that like sometimes characters from the wrestling shows would be on. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, like, do that. I remember yeah. like Undertaker was on like not like Buffy but like some show like that where yeah. he was like he was like a vampire hunter or something. <laughs> I think he played one of the Silk Raw used to be on UPN yeah. right for a while Raw no, was Raw, UPN Raw was on uh, okay so Raw was on USA yep. and then TNN and then Spike TV. Right. TNN then, became Spike TV. How does yeah. he know this? What? Was it SmackDown? <laughs> SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown, Smackdown was on UPN. SmackDown was on, on like, UPN. SmackDown was yeah. on, like, the WB and then UPN and then, like, My Network TV or yeah. something. Yeah, now it's back on USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right, USA Steven? has all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hashtag uh, television network. Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't you, you remember when the Nashville network became the national network and, and then the, became yeah. Spike TV? Yeah, Was SmackDown the only show that you watched on UPN. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, no, no. I, I think mean, you weren't watching like you weren't Moesha. Moesha was a Moesha. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. I watched a very small amount of Shasta McNasty okay. because okay. Uh, the Big Show was on it sometimes. <laughs> I refused. I remember that show, and I refused to watch it just because I thought the name sounded dumb. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. not watching that. Yeah, Star Trek was also on UPN for a bit. Star Trek Enterprises. Yeah. Yeah. But wait, yeah. so who is your grandfather's favorite wrestler? You know, I don't know. I think he just watched. I don't think he like knew the wrestlers so much. I think he just enjoyed just watching the violence. Oh, yeah. like, he, <laughs> hey, re- wrestling he just and got pops. All, like hyped up. He would allow us to have wrestling matches. Like he would like allow us to like Ooh. hit each other and fight each other. But he you had put a some role money in it. Yeah, the younger the younger siblings were never allowed to hit the older siblings harder. Like that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't cool with him. Wait, wow. so the, the older siblings could hit the younger uh, as siblings. As hard as they hard. wanted. But I guess that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, it's supposed to teach you a lesson about fairness. Yeah, I was <laughs> say, life isn't fair. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't like that. He's beat up on you because he's bigger than you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was really, it's, it was really a morality play that I guess. Yeah, it's the morality plays, just like Cos, just like Cos. Before we get into it. the matches, I am curious, since, since SmackDown, this is a relevant topic, what do you think of, because it's a hot topic right now, and this will come out post the brand split but what do you think of the brand split what are you mm-hmm. thinking I won't lie I'm not following WWE as much anymore oh, what is this what is this brand remember, remember the brand extension they did back in the day where yeah. we on Smackdown were separate shows mm-hmm. yeah they're doing, then, that, they're doing that again next week's the the draft yeah. for it and then it got mm-hmm. old and we were like good they're unifying the show that's again. how uh, crime time got onto Smackdown exactly that, yeah, 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 yeah draft yeah exactly well in that case since you're not watching yes. it fuck it who cares let's yeah. talk about crime no, wait, time why well, <laughs> well, I I, I I guess like I'd never really understood it and I always thought that they're still the same show they're just like it's, it's like National League and American League like, yeah that's totally, essentially yeah. what it is yeah, they're 100%. creating this illusion of <laughs> National League and American <laughs> League but every once in a while like the Orioles will like cross the line yeah. and like play against like Yankees <laughs> or they'll something like, yeah they'll like uh, yeah. The annoy State. the Yankees like, yeah, for no just like, it's like what are the Red the Sox State. doing in Yankee Stadium <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're part of the uh, ALC not the what are they doing the AL West you can't come in here 
it's red states versus blue states. Uh, That's like what they're yeah, turning yeah. it into. It's the Republican show is raw. Uh, That's what it's going to be. Don't yeah, watch it. I don't know if this will help, Stephen, but like the height of my WWE love was when I was in high school, and my favorite book was The Game by Neil Strauss. Oh, so, oh, uh, okay. Tell us more about really this. Oh, no. Well, like, all right. How, how, did, those, how did those two things correlate? And how did felt the, like they were the same audience for me. Me and my friends would read The Game by yeah. Neil Strauss and talk about yeah. wrestling all the time. How did the Adventists yeah. feel about yeah. it? Oh, my like, God. You watch Primetime Neck, my dad people, and then you found like, the book because the book looks like the Bible. So he picked yeah. it up and he's like, oh, Edgar's reading the... Like, this isn't the Bible. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Like, he called me into my, into my room and he's just like, I thought I'd raise you to like, you know, not have... He wasn't mad that I was reading a book. He was mad that I was reading a book about picking up women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just like, oh, did I not teach you enough that you'd have to go out to Barnes and Nobles and you buy feel like You'd have to ask Neil Strauss. <laughs> no, no father has ever taught their kids anything like what's in the game. <laughs> hey, so what was your what was your favorite pro wrestling neg? Uh, <laughs> pro wrestling neg? What a, mm-hmm. what a mm-hmm. stretch. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Pro wrestling neg? I don't know. I guess like... Uh, 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 <laughs> Like, is that like someone like insulting someone? Yeah, sure. Why not? So, so someone to convince them to have a match with them. I mean, that's like what crime time is all about, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, crime right, time is true. probably like the most like neg heavy. Like that, their yeah, whole idea enough. was no one really wanted to fight them. No one really knew who they were, so they would just right. come out when no one wanted them to be there yeah, and just start annoying yeah. them to the point of them wanting to fight them. I, actually, I, I just so. very briefly, I sorry, I just want to give you a, lo- a very quick chance to redeem yourself. What's your favorite book now? <laughs> Uh, um, uh, infinite Jest. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, uh, it's like this book about no, mansplaining and how to do it. I haven't read like JK. It's Mick Foley's Christmas book. Yeah, there you go. Well, I guess my favorite book that I, uh, like my favorite book that I always say like whenever I have to answer like those stupid questions mm-hmm. is like Walden, mm-hmm. just because like that's Great. like my dream life is like yeah having like uh, like we talked about like a uh, the Napa Valley like having yeah. like a house mm-hmm. just go there. separated from everyone <laughs> yeah. and just, yeah. I do everything for myself, yeah. but I'll probably never reach that point. I use Postmates it's, every day. Like, I don't even shop <laughs> yeah, myself. Right. So. It's pretty hard <laughs> to do that now, but uh, okay, it cool. Is. Like, really good choice. I like uh, that. But I mostly read books now about, like, things, like, I don't read novels anymore or anything like that. Like, if I'm yeah. reading a book, it's just like, how to write a sitcom or sure. something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have this one. I have this one. Yeah, yeah, like the Stephen uh, Pointed Top two informative books are like, they're yeah, more helpful. Uh, Stephen yeah. Pointed is huge collection of Neil Strauss, the game spin <laughs> Yeah. Oh, actually, I love, I, I, I this, I put this up with one of my I favorite America. books. I am America. I am American, so can you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's America. If you look on the bottom there, it's all of Tucker Max's books. Stephen's got all those. Yeah, I used to, I did read a couple of Tucker Max Steven. books, yeah, yeah. Uh, and no, I hope I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're in hell. All right, we've really uh, yeah. gone off track. All right, yeah, let's yeah, talk so about anyway, let's crime so, time. Uh, yes. So uh, today's episode it. is dedicated to the best moments of the WWE tag team crime time. Crime time consisted of a high flying wrestler JTG and the heavyweight bruiser Shad Gaspard. They were active in WWE from 2006 to 2010, and their gimmick was an over the top parody of stereotypical street thugs. Similar to Enzo and Big Cass, they cut comedic promos while also being a serious threat in the ring. Mm-hmm. They were definitely a highlight of mid to mid to late. 2000s WWE. So mm-hmm. your, why, why'd you pick Crime Time? Why'd you set this up for I us? I think uh, uh, this press release that WWE Ross set up themselves like perfectly sums up Crime Time. They said, tonight a new tag team, Crime Time, will be introduced to the Raw audience. In an effort to humor and entertain our fans, the tag team known as Crime Time will be parodying racial stereotypes. Shad Gasper and JTG, and JTG do outlandish, outrageous stunts to ready themselves for tag team action on Raw. This attempt at Saturday Night Live-like humor what? is 
bound to entertain audiences of all ethnic der- derivations. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoy the weekly adventures of Crime Time. Wait a minute. I don't even yeah. know that they came out with that. No, I, re- I, I remember read this. this. Very, I remember this very clearly. I read this, this is the today. first and only time they've ever done this. Yeah. Where they've just like, just, you know, things are going to get kind of, you know, kind yeah. of real. Well, I got to tell you guys, I know that I'm 10 years late to this, but now that means it was all okay. It's all yeah. worth it. What is it? But I, what I love about that press release is like it. it not only do we they know say, this is racist, they say like we know it is, but it's an attempt at the Saturday Night Live style <laughs> comedy. So it's like we know we're gonna miss the mark. And also, Saturday Night Live did not do this type no, of thing not, at no, all. No, not really. And they're like, yeah, you know, like well, Saturday Night Live. I, I wish Saturday Night Live were issued a press release like in response, like we don't do this, we don't condone crime time, right? right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck uh, this. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, classic Will that. Ferrell character, crime time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, leaving a store. I mean, how different is Crime Time and Get Hard? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah right, right. Yeah, Get Hard's not great. <laughs> great Get Hard's not great. That is like, like, I feel like this was, uh, Crime Time came out kind of in my era where, like, I was, I was in college. I didn't really mm. have, like, a TV or cable or anything. So, like, I basically just, like, read about it kind of in spoilers and stuff. Yeah. Right. And my assumption was just, like, oh, Vince McMahon got real racist. Yeah. But, like, oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, uh, you know, like, seeing that and, like, watching it now, it's like, oh, yeah, they're going for satire. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I didn't, I definitely thought that they were cool when they came out because, like, it was, like, around the time when, you know, 50 Cent and uh, The Game and, like, yeah. Gangster Rap was coming back again. Yeah, like, yeah. Gangster Rap was cool. Was, yeah, very inspired era. by yeah, that. Yeah, and, like, you know, uh, JCG's always wearing a bulletproof vest and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Obvious very 50 rip cent. of 50 Cent. Yeah, yeah. Very 50 JCG cent. stands for yeah. just that good, which yeah. is yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is awesome. The, the other, uh, I forgot the other guy's name, Shad. Shad, yeah. He also he also seemed to me to be pulling off, like, a Nelly thing with the bandana. Like, yep. I was like, oh, yeah, I see what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like, perfect. You know, in a way, I look back at this and I'm kind of like, I can't believe they did it. Yeah. <laughs> to a certain yeah. extent. But at the same time, but when they did come out, I was thoroughly entertained by crime. Oh, I, I thought oh, they, yeah, they were great. they were super over. I mean, they were genuinely they were. funny. Like they, they were the they black were versions of Eddie Guerrero. Like Eddie yeah, Guerrero totally. was like Mexican stereotypes pushed to ten. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I lie, cheat, and steal. And, like, embrace, like, yeah. <laughs> and embrace got super over because he was. Like, yeah. This is my character. Is what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's like uh, like JTG. He actually he wrote a book pretty recently. He's, he's written two books at this at this point. Yeah. And um, in the he had a lot of time when they weren't putting him on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like Crime Time. Shad Gaspard was released in 2010. JTG was still on the WWE payroll until 2014 never on TV wow. just hang out at home just yeah, hung he out hadn't home. been on TV in like two years or something wow. he, he was on every year or two he would get like one match where he would lose in like a minute to why was that thing. oh my god no uh, idea I well, don't know uh, sometimes the WWE does that with guys where it's like it's clear that like Oh, like they they want to keep him around because they they see potential in him. Yeah. And they're just like it's just like if a storyline spot comes along. Yeah, they don't right. know where they fit. Yeah, What's yeah, the yeah, classic yeah. creative has nothing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That's that one, thing. like those guys on SNL, like Paul Brittany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah he's Paul on Paul Brittany. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't know what sketches to put him. Kind yeah, of yeah. With them, right? It's like they're yeah. good, and like I think that like. Zack Ryder is sort of a guy now that you can kind of compare that to where he's somebody that like has been with the WWE for over a decade. He'll go like a year where he'll only like be on like, you know, one of the like 
superstars, one of the one hour kind of squash match shows, losing, losing every once in a while. And like now they're giving him pushes. Now he's like wrestling in pay-per-views just over the past like month or two. Yeah, like they like, figured out what to do with him again. It's just like, oh, okay, this is where this guy fits storyline wise. Yeah. Did and you? like JTG is like a really good wrestler. He is yeah, a good wrestler. Really good he's so very just fly, like, very acrobatic. Yeah, he's, he's a guy that it's like, oh, you want to keep around yeah. even if you don't like know where to put him. Like Shad was just a pure bruiser. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Every match I feel like had like that same formula where like it was JTG, like, you know, in the beginning he's struggling in something like that. And right. then like he's like actually doing shit and then like the classic tag team storyline where yeah. like mm-hmm. he has to like crawl over and then the yeah, moment Chad Chad in, and Shad just, just wrecks people bruises people and then yeah, yeah. he wins the match right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just amazing it's like it really did become a running gag too like every time like WWE would sort of do their spring like, cleaning of like, like every year releases. they would release like yeah. a dozen people or whatever <laughs> so people would be like check on JTG where's JTG yeah. JTG shh be quiet JTG and, uh, like every time and he yeah. didn't get released for like two years no, four, four years four it was years. literally yeah. four years yeah. and uh, the day that he got released it was like one a really sad moment for the internet because it was like no they found him yeah, yeah. they found him <laughs> and, like, and like he had one of my maybe one of my favorite wrestler tweets ever of like damn why I answer my phone <laughs> yeah yeah that's, uh, that is what he said and uh, his first book <laughs> yeah. is called damn why I write this book <laughs> that's, yeah yeah it's damn why I pick up my phone oh that's so funny June that's 12 funny. 2014 yeah, JTG is well, my favorite that's pretty sad All right, they also <laughs> got released in uh, 2007 right like mysteriously yeah. they just got released for yeah they got released reason. they were released mm-hmm. for like a year I have yeah. a theory on that oh, okay I have a theory yeah. on that okay. go for it gotta hear that. Uh, I think it was like you know uh, Shelton Benjamin I don't think he liked them at all. Like, I don't oh, think okay. he got the joke. I think he thought that they were like, because they, they had that beef with the world's greatest tag team. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. And like, yeah, and that uh, was like dropped abruptly. It was like, they just stopped it. Yeah, that's right. And then they got released a few months later. Like, they got pushed to heat, which no one watched. And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yep. they like got released like a few months later. But then like, I was doing my research on why, and I found a MySpace post that Shad had made on his <laughs> MySpace. Oh, I'm excited about this. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know it's real investigative journalism it when is. we go to MySpace posts. Hey, and this is how much type we that love into the browser. Yeah. This is how much we love this. Uh, I'm terrified of that. So um, <laughs> the beginning part of it is like him thanking the W. This is like 2007. So yeah. the beginning of it is like him thanking the WWE for like, you know, giving him the opportunity because he always dreamed about being a wrestler. And this is what the last paragraph. Uh, says so with that being said special thanks to my family and friends for their love and support OVW and Danny Davis my former co-workers and still friends also thank you to anyone that has ever cheered for me I love you all and last but not least a special thank you goes out to all the people who screwed me booed me and cheated me throughout my life and career you have made me stronger and better in what I am doing you made me appreciate even more the people who who demonstrated the true meaning of loyalty and trust you taught me the value of friendship that trust has to be earned not given you taught me not to trust someone just because they go to church because all of you did wow (laughs) and then at the bottom it says fuck off Shelton Benjamin (laughs) so uh, actually JTG talks about it in his book a little bit Uh like I guess that I think that the reason they were released or the reason that they like never got the titles is like Shad was just like kind of like a drama guy yeah like Mm -hmm. JTG was like just he was just he would try not to not talk to Shad like backstage (laughs) right but like it was just stuff like Shad like he like called Stephanie McMahon baby all the time don't do that to your boss <laughs> like, it was just like stuff like that where yeah, it was just it. like it was like that I, you know like I, I think maybe the cell management thing was a part of it but I guess just like overall Shad was like he was just a guy where it was like he was uh, what's called like a heat magnet where yeah, it, yeah, he yeah. just like did stuff backstage that was like oh you shouldn't yeah, you're, you're, well, yeah. I think this is a perfect example of like you know like the WWE being like yeah we want to fuck with like real niggas like you know like being like we want to fuck yeah. with that and uh-huh. then 
they get some and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's make it a little zanier. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I don't know now. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. Like, well, yeah. It's know, like they, they, yeah. yeah. Like they get this yep. guy, you know, he's from Brooklyn. Like, you know, he's, right, right. he's authentically what they're asking for. Yeah, yeah. And they just didn't understand that, like, I'm going to be loud. I'm going to speak my mind fluently. Right. You know, I'm not going to be like, you know, Shelton Benjamin, who's like, you know, this collegiate <laughs> kind of wrestler, like, you know, quiet and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. If I'm upset about something, I'm going to fucking talk about sure, it. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. But, but WWE is a that's company. Funny. They're just such a weird, they're such a weird, like, kind of carny, like, entertainment company, but also very corporate. Yes. Yep. So, like, uh, you know, like, they, um, they tell wrestlers, like, grab that brass ring and, like, you should, like, really be your character at all times. But they also tell wrestlers, you have to dress in business casual or better every time that you come to the arena. Yeah. And, like, uh, you know, it's like it's not the, like, the entertainment industry where you can go to work wearing a T-shirt. It's like you'll be reprimanded if you're not wearing, like, a suit to work. It's the yeah. same problem the NBA runs into constantly. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it is. It's, it's grab that brass ring, but you're not John Cena, so please wear a suit and get in line and shut your mouth and don't say anything. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, well, how do you do it? Yeah, 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 totally. Stephen, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Are you looking, uh, what do you think about working for corporations? No, that, that's that's uh, it's We're an interesting about parallel layers here. So, <laughs> yeah. I, see, I don't know anything about the wrestling side of it, but it's interesting that you parallel it to the NBA because uh, I I feel like I I know I don't watch any basketball, but I at least know a little bit of that culture, and I mm-hmm. have heard that type of thing before. It's like, oh, yeah. you're trying. Stephen Pearlstein, former point guard for yeah. the Miami Heat. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I didn't win a game. Uh, uh, <laughs> I uh, but uh, but uh, like. Like it's it's just interesting because yeah it's like they, uh, they what I guess a lot of these guys work very hard come from a, a totally different background and then they're just like uh, now you have to be a totally different thing today yeah like it yeah. just turn on a yeah. dime and I think that happens a lot in football too and which is like even you go from athlete more, to employee right yeah, 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 and yeah it's, totally and that's, exactly and like who can make that jump who can like logically just become like all right I guess I'm like a robot now yeah. and we're all model yeah. kids and like yeah. I've never done anything wrong yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like the suits tell you we also want you to be a suit but then be athletic and do what you do yeah like, yeah. Just, yeah like yeah be yourself but be a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Go kill him out Everyone there. Everyone hates DeMarcus Cousins <laughs> because, you know, he's authentically himself. Right. But yeah. they still want his, like, amazing center talent. And yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah. You balance that. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Tough to not be yourself. Yeah. Which we, is crime time was very much oh, so yeah. themselves. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. We, should, we should watch this first clip and okay. just imagine if they had uh, debuted, uh, you know, a basketball player with a clip. <laughs> oh, <that'd be laughs> right. so fucking sweet. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this Swishy is, Shorts McJohnson. So, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, well. So, yeah, yeah, so the first thing we're going to watch. Uh, Crime Time's debut promo. Um, Crime Time debuted with a series of SNL style promos, which featured them committing crimes as a means to train for the <laughs> WWE debut. This was their first promo where they robbed a smoothie shop to work on their speed. Yep. Here's a clip. The following training video contains performances by highly trained professional criminals. Their actions should not be imitated whatsoever in your hood. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yo, 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 yo. Pop a 40 and check your rollies. It's Crime Time. Prime Time's game is so tight that JTG stops to give a shout out to his boy Dirty. Shout out to my boy Dirty. Big up the Parkside and Flatbush. Yeah, we get it popping. Shout out to my boy A. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Come on, man. Ah, come on. Stephen, what did you think of that? I love how that's considered SNL style. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I like, I mean, it just from like the, like, as soon as it started, it starts with like the parental advisory thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, 
oh oh no what's happening and then that guy's voice like the whitest person the like, yo, like yo 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 yo, yo. i was like oh <laughs> god oh what's happening yeah with the y's by and the so, way yeah and so like i'm c-r-y-m-e-t-y-m-e i like how that white man turns that tells uh-huh. me everything he, oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he lets you know that he's like oh i don't like what's something about to i happen. fear is coming <laughs> so yeah. they're robbing a smoothie shop yeah uh yeah, number yeah. one target of crime by the way smoothie shop yeah. watch know, out right? Was it shot in Brentwood? And it has an A-plus rating. This smoothie shop is a good smoothie yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A-plus like, rating. They've got a good health rating. Brentwood, did you say? Yeah, it was shot in Brentwood. Maybe. Or maybe Brent. Connecticut right by it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. probably. Uh, yeah, and then they go and beat up the smoothie guy. Yeah. Slam his head up. I'm just like, I'm watching this. I'm like, wait, what is what is happening? <laughs> this is a, Steven, this, this is SNL-style humor. Yeah, are, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then I he love, goes and yells at the camera. Shout out to shout out my boy Dirty. Yeah. He gives a shout out. Like oh my god yeah what is, and then yeah and then they have like this little comic bit like oh we're gonna get caught now Ooh. like the tone of it mm-hmm. is very very weird Ooh. I don't understand any of it and yeah, um, now they got that smoothie money yeah oh this is, man this is the brilliance of uh, WWE writers right here which I, I applied for multiple times in my life well, yeah yeah like yeah. Funny, funny story a lot of WWE writers used to be SNL writers really yeah it is it is actually very common I mean, honestly it's like. It's older SNL writers. There are some SNL writers where it's like they're in their 50s now and they were for SNL for a season in the 80s and now they write for WWE. Mm-hmm. Like that is, it is sort of just like one of the career paths of coming out of SNL a little bit. Well, WWE Don't is funny. Say like, that. Let's not, let's <laughs> oh, yeah. not get it wrong. Like yeah, they, yeah. They're, they, they're funny, funny writers and they write really funny, yeah. funny bits. They have written like, funny stuff. They've yeah. also written very cringeworthy <laughs> things. There's over the one years. later, man, that I. Mm. The height of political satire. By oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Talk I'm, about SNL. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This was a. I mean, I also, I guess I'm not as familiar as like pre-debut promos, right? Like this is the first. This is before well, they. Yeah, wrestled. I think you're right. usually like they sell like the intensity of the wrestler, right? Like, right. Yeah. Sell, like you know, like. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like they say it's like a pre-debut promos. It's something they don't do all the time, but they'll do occasionally where it's just like, you know, this wrestler is going to debut in a month. So we're going to yep. play promos that like kind of help you get their personality. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, like uh, they'd recently done that with the Shining Stars. Yeah. That the Shining crashed Stars. And fucking burned. The Shining Stars. It's uh, the, the Cologne Brothers. Uh, their gimmick is that they are from Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like a shining. Shining. The Shining Star of yeah, the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, his was like him calling out a wrestler before he had even wrestled the match. Like, yeah. His was just like, I'm coming to Who's was John that? Cena. McShane or what's the name of that big? I don't, I'm pretty sure I'm saying his name. He's big, blank, like the whitest Irish guy I've ever seen. Oh, oh Seamus. Seamus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Seamus. His yeah, was yeah. like calling out John Cena before he had ever wrestled the match. And he's right. like, yeah. I'm coming to get you and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I feel like they usually sell. But with these guys, instead of like selling their intensity, they're just like, let's watch them commit crimes. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, but they do. They're like, this. these crimes are uh, training for their matches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they specifically said it's like a training like promo or whatever and then I'm like wait this is how they train what is this what is this the logic yeah, don't, I don't know if I'm yeah. comfortable with yeah, the logic yeah. is strange yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah they, they don't go to gyms this is how they train yeah well yeah uh, I also I also had read somewhere that they do uh uh prison style workout is that a thing that was in there i think i read that in their wikipedia i think so yeah. i think I that, was that was like, one of the promos i was like oh yeah what is this like pull-ups on like bars yeah you know prison, style. <laughs> prison guys are buff i don't i can't argue with results no. yeah. <laughs> absolutely not all, all guys in prison are stronger Which than me why, i'll admit that my argument for you know why crime time is important is because 
Representation is representation at all costs. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah. that's I was right. Actually, I was watching this and I was thinking about like I, I'm like I'm an American Indian. I like grew up on a reservation, and Tatanka was a wrestler in the mid '90s mm-hmm. who was just a Native American wrestler who came wearing like came to the ring wearing a loincloth. He had a tomahawk. He had like a red streak in his hair. Yep. Uh, he would uh, come to the ring doing the like thing. Uh, and like his name is uh, Tatanka means buffalo and I forget which tribe he's part of. Mm-hmm. And it's like looking at that now, it's like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that's offensive. But it is also there is something nice about like, oh, like <laughs> m- m- like what is offensive to me is being brought to the table. Yeah. Like, right. Were you were you proud to see him like wrestling? So like yeah, like a little bit. Like, Same he, thing he, here, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, what he you're saying is no matter how to 11 it is, any representation is some representation. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah I get it. Absolutely. I get it. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, it's like, and it's how the WWE used to, I mean, it's how wrestling as a whole used to work in like sort of the, the early days, probably mm-hmm. like the forties through the eighties mm-hmm. where like, like Hulk Hogan was originally supposed to be the Irish wrestler. He was yeah. supposed to have red hair and he was supposed to be the, like the guy for <laughs> like all, for all the, for everybody that's Irish in New York. Yeah. And he just didn't want to dye his hair red. And then like, <laughs> and he like kept no way, on. brother, no way, and, brother. Uh, Terry Malaya doesn't just die his crazy hair, brother. American guy or yeah. whatever. So, um, and like, I feel like you know, I finally understand white privilege after this conversation. I'm I like, won't oh, I dye never, my hair red. I never, yeah, I, I always had a wrestler, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, I'm, well, no, I think that this is like, it's a very, it's well, a very like, real thing. That's yeah, and it's a, I, mean, uh, um, I, I don't know if you guys have been watching the show. Everyone should watch it any given Wednesday with Bill Simmons. It's like yeah, it's the pretty good. best interview show I've right now. But like, yeah, yeah. he had the one with um, I like this. Uh, uh, Mark, oh man, why am I forgetting his name? Owns Mark Cuban yeah. and uh, uh, that Gene, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, and, I have uh, yet to watch Gladwell, the show. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell was calling out Mark Cuban, saying like, "Why are billionaires like having the cities pay for like these massive arenas yeah. and stuff like yeah, that?" Yeah. And then uh, Mark Cuban was like, "Look at the city of Cleveland." Such, like they were depressed for so long, mm-hmm. and yeah. the Cavaliers winning that championship meant so much to them. Oh yeah, yeah. W, the wrestling has been like that since like the beginning. Like you know, it would oh, yeah. tour through these cities and bring like you know this like excitement and happiness to these people. Like you yeah. know, like as trashy and racist as crime time is <laughs> black kids who loved wrestling identified with so much exactly. yeah, yeah. These, ki- these guys who look yeah, like totally. them and well, it's like those are our guys yeah, That's like, those yeah. Are yeah. Us. like yeah, yeah it's just like how people are like just so incensed about the fucking new ghostbusters and it's yeah. like for yeah. what why yeah. like Steven, that's- tell us how you don't like the new ghostbusters <laughs> i actually didn't like it i well, saw it as a film you just didn't yeah like it. it wasn't yeah. very yeah i mean i i don't i yeah make that movie turn it into a franchise ladies can lead it i'm totally fine with that <laughs> i really am uh i like but i feel like i've seen better like female driven comedies like bridesmaids is way better but it's well, hard it to do a it's sequel a, it yeah. is for a that movie. like i know sure, how yeah. that's like impossible <laughs> so the ghostbusters actually, movie is the spiritual sequel to bridesmaids well they did actually they did i think they did do a sequel to bridesmaids but it didn't have any of the original cast or something I yeah think that's true that is uh, i think it is straight to the dvd yeah, yeah something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, that i'm sure that that exists but i get sure. that and I, yeah it's to- it's totally the same thing and it's like yeah great we just slam everybody mm-hmm. gets their thing i get it i love it but yeah but, but it's important <laughs> okay, to like oh, great that sounds very positive especially something like wwe which is like you know like there are wrestlers of the stereotype all cultures it is mm-hmm. like exciting when it's like oh they picked they picked my they deal picked it's, yeah. Yeah. it's like right. if they made uh like if there was a wrestler that was 
in their early 20s and they were an improviser and they wore a flannel shirt. Wouldn't watch it. I boo like, <laughs> tip zap zop as their finish. Oh, fucking God. Like, I boo the hell yeah, out of like, that guy. Like, uh, like weird improvisers would be like, oh, yeah. I love that guy. guy. That sounds amazing. Listen, the yeah. only thing that improvisers, the only thing that improvisers truly hate is other improvisers. <laughs> yeah. like, that is fair. Yeah. Very strong. Listen up, Cleveland. Can I get a suggestion? <laughs> a one word suggestion. <laughs> I, I heard banana. <laughs> oh, I got a banana in my hand. What if Hello, it's, like, it's a phone now. A sweep edit would be an amazing finishing move. Just <laughs> <laughs> sweep edit and then sweep, like, the sweep, <laughs> sweep edit and then sweep a guy's leg. Yeah. 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 Oh man, That's so fucking sweet. I would hate that guy. Yeah, yeah. And like and like uh, one of his moves could be like he. Uh, he Joey's genuinely excited. Crazy eights, but he's like one, two, three. Why is that guy's ring gear just a plaid flannel shirt? Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Oh, that would be. Sweet. You could have a whole team called the Herald. It's just the tag team is called yeah. Herald. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah like, and, then, and then every year, half of them get cut. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be so sweet. So we saw Crime Time's debut. Like, uh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about. This Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about improvs on our wrestling podcast. Yeah, Joe, I, it's funny because like there's very few moments when Joey actually has any life in his eyes. Yeah. Uh, but like one was when he realized that Ring Crew guy was here on our podcast, yes, and this yes. was one when he realized I could put improv and wrestling together. Ooh, there's a fire which inside like, of me. Which is like you can get a promo where it's just like I'm the tag team champion. This is almost as good as when I got on Herald Night at IO Chicago. <laughs> Thank you, Sharna. Yes. Right, that's it. <laughs> no, I want to keep it going now. All right, so. Uh, can I get a suggestion? Oh, right, Christ. All right. Oh, okay. We got to do the second so anyway, clip. Uh, okay, great. So, uh, so we saw the debut vignette. Yeah, that was, that yes. was how they debuted. So um, here's uh, Crime Time's in-ring, in-ring debut versus the Spirit Squad mm-hmm. on Monday Night Raw on October 16th of 2006. Um, this was Crime Time's first television match. They wrestled the team of male cheerleaders called the Spirit Squad in a winning effort. The match was a good showcase of Crime Time's personality as well as their awesome big man, little man offense. So here's a clip of that. Yo, 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 yo. Pop a 40 and check your rollies. It's crime time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Uh-oh. Here we have our answer. And from Brooklyn, New York, we team up to TNT Action Crime Time. So, uh, Stephen, how did you like a group of male cheerleaders as a tag team? That's the worst. Yeah. That can't be real. Because I like the They're spirit great. squad. They're I so like fantastic. them. Yeah, I like no. five male cheerleaders. They were the tag team champions at the same time. And Nikki, yeah. Nikki That's, was Dolph Ziggler. That's who that that, that was in, in his in early. Yeah, that was uh, his early gimmick. Uh, Dolph early Ziggler gimmick. was Nikki in the Spirit Squad. Bummer. That's all sad all around. You Why? hate that you didn't like I, Spirit Squad. I, I I was like I didn't know. I had to confirm it later that they were uh, all like a, a cheerleading squad, but I was like, "What is this? Some kind of like cheerleading squad?" And I meant it so dismissive. Sure, yeah. I was like, "There's no way that that's really a thing." No, that was yeah, absolutely real. And like you said, every, you know, there's there are probably male cheerleaders out there who are like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. "Finally, I'm being represented in wrestling." Uh, oh, there's nothing worse than when you try to sarcastically be dismissive about something, and people you're like, "Oh, what is this? Male cheerleaders?" You look it up, and it just says, "Yes." yes. You look at the, the entrance <laughs> like, video, and it's like Nikki. Jo- 
Johnny. No. Kenny. No. The other guys. They have to be. They have to be like heels or something because they were the worst thing in the world. Absolutely bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the worst thing in the world. I still don't like it. But okay. I don't know. That was definitely like a match set up to make crime time like immediately like not necessarily the good guys but like those kind of like anti-heroes. Yeah. And perfect to go against the spirit squad. Yeah. You're fighting a team that everybody hates. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Again, I loved them. And Spirit Squad, they had a very brief run. But it, they were they were thrust into like everything right away. Like they anyway. they fought DX. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they, they, were, they were DX's personal jobbers for like six months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They really were. Like, DX was uh, it was Shawn Michaels and Triple H at the time, just two guys. That is by far my favorite tag team. By the oh way. yeah, 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 yeah. That that um, just the two of them as DX. Uh, in, interesting story. Uh, when Crime Time was pitched to JTG and Shad, mm-hmm. they were pitched to them as like you're basically just BDX. Yeah. Like, just BDX. Mm, yeah. Like he talks about that in his book a little bit, and it's like if you see that, like oh yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. DX yeah. was supposed to be like, you know, like that kind of like fuck punk, like, you yeah, know, like disorder. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, and yeah. that's what crime time yeah, it's is. Like, just, it's like the same thing. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, one doesn't terrify people so much as it annoys people. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. This whole match, I was uh, there was some uh, commentary on there that was uh, like uh, very racially charged. Like, wow, he had a record time in the 40 yard dash while carrying a television. Uh, <laughs> oh one of them said that. And I was like, probably what, Jerry what, what is yeah, this? Probably what, Jerry. What is they steal this? TVs. They yeah. stole Jerry Lawler's laptop. So I could understand why that's right. Yeah, they would, also that. they would like yeah. come to the ring and after a match they would like steal somebody's hat or something. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> they started auctioning them off at it, some point. You know, yeah, Stephen, yeah. classic SNL style humor. <laughs> classic yeah, yeah. SNL stuff. Just like saying racial stereotypes and then laughing yeah. about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, they also ended both of these matches by saying, What do you think? Is it fair to say that Crime Time stole, stole one? Win. Stole yeah. this one? Yeah. I was like, Oh God, yeah. what yeah. is this happening? And they, they came instantly. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Uh, it's so good. Okay, so uh, I'm not sure if we've talked about this at all. Uh, the commentators wear headsets, and Vince McMahon is always on the other end of the headset, feeding them lines throughout mm-hmm. every episode of Monday Night Raw. Oh, is that yeah, true? Yeah, 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 absolutely true. And it's notoriously hard to be a commentator because he like screams at you, and he's like, "What the fuck? Why'd you say that?" Yeah, and, that's why the uh, Raw commentary is kind of yeah, because it's like you've got Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon in your ear at all times. Like, yeah, don't forget to mention the, the network. Yeah, talk, like, talk, talk, talk about the total network. divas. Talk about oh, yeah, yeah. God. And uh, so I can guarantee you that. If they said that twice, Vince McMahon personally was real proud of himself. I'm sure. I stopped watching Raw when uh, uh, they kept doing like that. They would announce the ratings every week to be like, "You're watching the best show on yeah. television. Yeah, yeah. It's the highest Night rated line. show yeah, since like, NBA. Yeah, beat, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> WWE uh, Raw beat the NBA playoffs. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it, yeah, that's what I stopped on. I was like, yeah. this my, is getting weird. My favorite part about that is when they would compete with low hanging fruit. When it would be like, our Facebook page has more likes than Pepsi <laughs> and Starburst combined. Yeah. Fuck you, Sunkissed. We win. <laughs> that is so, it's so lame. Yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. Have, they really don't do it as much now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're more comfortable. I mean, it's like, uh, what's the, what's the example of this? It's like, you're, it's like when you when you break up with somebody and you're trying to be like I'm I look how good I'm doing I'm great yeah. I'm like I'm here's I'm a photo of me and my new girlfriend I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy yeah yeah, yeah yeah like it definitely feels like that so Steve when you were watching this debut match I I, I know you said that the Spirit Squad you thought yeah was it was dumb. very what, what are you thinking about this match overall um the yeah wrestling. You, uh, I guess you guys said this is like a common dynamic big guy little guy yeah. tag mm-hmm. team yeah the 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 big guy came in and he was uh really uh, I feel like it, 
throwing down harder than most do. Like and yeah, like this is also in wrestling. Their, debut, their debut match, so I'm mm-hmm. sure that they want to like make their shit look good. Yeah, it's yeah. Like they want to the, like debut <laughs> matches are traditionally a little bit more stiff, just because it's mm-hmm. like nobody wants to screw up and everybody wants to like look yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I noticed that. I was like, uh, it. it I felt like a lot of the throws specifically from the bigger guy, which I don't Shad. know which one's Shad. which Shad. Uh, yeah. Shad uh, was like pretty, uh, I don't know. I thought that was he like was impressive. Yeah. yeah. He really He's is. He's such yeah. a heavy set. What did, uh, I think Caitlin said that the combined weight is like 528 pounds. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Wow. So, yeah, Shad Gaspard's like a tall, I mean, JTG's yeah. a tall guy and he's yeah. like dwarfed by Shad. Yeah. 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 He's like yeah. a big, tall, muscular, big dude. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's got to be at least six and a half feet tall. They're giant. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah, mean, you I know, mean, if you can call six and a half feet tall giant. Shut up, Joey. You're not that tall. <laughs> I hate everything about you. How tall are you, Joey? I'm seven feet tall. He thinks he's seven feet tall. Yeah, you <laughs> just, Edgar just had like a confused look on his face. Like, like he actually very quickly like scanned him to like he go like you're not right, and then he looked. And he's like, no, yeah, you're yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had the number given to me. Shad is a uh, 295 pounds. Wow, that's, oh, a big dude. Yeah. that's a big guy. Yeah, that's uh, large. That's, that's uh, that's three Joey's. Yeah, here you go. So Shad, Shad gets the hard tag yep. and co- the Boom. hot tag, yeah. and just comes in and goes super and hard on everyone. People. Yeah. What I also like about Crime Time is so much of their fighting is done outside of the ring. Oh yeah. yeah. Like you know the best the best wrestlers always have that where they're really dirty. Like Eddie Guerrero, like uh-huh. they yeah. do stuff. Like Eddie Guerrero would like hide stuff in like the outside and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. blind yeah. people with them or. <laughs> I love yeah. all those little cheating tricks. Yeah, that's, 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 what's, that's like classic Ric Flair fun. type of shit. It's yeah. fun. It's the same. I, it's my favorite thing in all sports. Is like I don't like, I don't like good classic heroes. Fuck uh, Tom Brady. Fuck like you know. Uh, yep. Yeah. Whoa. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Fuck the team guys. I like the. I like like Lance Stevenson's one of my favorite basketball yeah. players. <laughs> to be fair, so... I don't know if Tom Brady is not a cheater. Well, now. Whoa. Yeah. Now. <laughs> don't, we can't. No, we can't get into Tom no, Brady. No, let's talk about Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, no we can't do it. this. We can't uh, do this. Deflate guys, game. Remember, uh, remember the cool crazy eight spot I was talking about earlier? Well, like <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven. Has there ever been a football, a Tom Brady player wrestler? Can uh, there be okay, one? So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of these guys used to be football players. But uh, besides that. Like this, uh, like this kind of stuff with the rest. Yeah, yeah. Well, so they yeah, back and then that's like a good Yeah, JTG like grabs his leg and stuff. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was good. But uh, Lawrence Taylor actually made a mention to WrestleMania. So like yeah he, yeah so he was a he was a football player wrestler mm-hmm. I did not know that that's true I mean that should yeah. be like one of the easiest transitions yeah NFL to it, it's very common <laughs> for like yeah it's so like Baron Corbin was a football players like a lot of guys huh? yeah Baron Cor- uh, Edgar just said that uh, wrestling doesn't require real skill if you can just transition from NFL to wrestling like hey, well, no no that's skill. not what I'm saying I think that's what he's I like saying, saying, saying that, that he's a bigger guy yeah. and he could go into that that's right bigger dude you're like not afraid of taking hits yeah the skills that he's gotten from football could help him in wrestling. Yeah. You don't look fine. like you believe that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Hey, uh, DX. I also not. just want to say that this uh, this match was brought to you by uh, Kill All Humans Two, and I remember that video game. Oh, what was Kill All Humans? Or destroy all humans. You destroy yeah, all humans. Oh, okay. Sorry, destroy all humans. Yeah, you play you as play an alien, alien yeah. and you like can like capture people and you can vaporize great. them. Vaporize. Yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do, yeah it's, it, no, it's, I like that one. PlayStation Two. PlayStation Two. It's fun. Up next, we've got uh, John Morrison and The Miz versus Crime Time from Monday Night Raw. This is a little bit later in the run from uh, January 19th, 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the clip from near the end of Crime Time's run where they faced off against then tag team champions The Miz and John Morrison. Crime Time beat The Miz and Morrison in record time and earned a title shot for their tag team champion- championship. It should be noted that they never actually received their title shot. Correct. <laughs> Not fair. It was commonly referenced by fans. They're like, ah, oh, they're going to get their title shot this week. It's yeah. been a couple of years, but they, they're, they're still Let's uh, play a quick clip from that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 yo. 
But, uh, yo, so we decided this is, the, this is the perfect time to come out and start our path to those tag team championships. And I think we should start doing that, um, how about, mm, tonight? Whoa, 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 really? Really hip-hop? Yeah, really. Why do you think you two deserve a title match? You guys don't deserve anything. You're worse than the Cubs. White boys? We're not asking y'all to give us nothing. We'd be happy to beat the brakes off y'all tonight and earn our title shots. Beat the brakes off us. But if we lose, that's a big if. If we lose. Big, big if, big if. We won't bother y'all no more. No more. No more. Won't bother us. If we don't have to see you two wannabes anymore, then that's what's hood. Because when it comes to beating you two, yes, we can. Uh. So that was on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. And they said that Barack Obama was being sworn in the very next day. Yeah. Hey. How about that? That's yeah. Yeah. That's it. symbolic. And that means something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 they never got their they never got their title shot. Yeah. OK. So I think it's one of those things where fans complained about it for like over a year. Mm-hmm. And then I think they got their title shot like a week before they were released and they lost in 30 seconds. Yeah, they did. Uh, I'm sure uh, it was just like the WWE being like, oh, we got to tie up this loose end. That was one of their last matches. And then yeah, they yeah, got released. Yeah, yeah. Finally, but it was like clean. a year and a half. Miz and Morrison weren't even tag champs anymore. Wow. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes the WWE does that. They'll establish things and then forget about them. Yeah. Well, also, what's really cool about this is that they had a, a rivalry um Web shows, so uh, yeah, that's right. Prime Time had Word Up, and the Miz and uh, John Morrison had a uh, the dirt sheet. The dirt sheet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They would they would talk shit about each other on their web shows. They yeah. said they said like their word of the week was uh, vocabulary. Oh, Did yes. you catch right. that? Which yes. is uh, not real words. Yeah, I forgot about those because like around like I would say. <laughs> Maybe like 2007, 2009, there were a few, couple of few years there wherever I was kind of like, I'd watch here and there. I was mm-hmm. getting a little out of it. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that late 2000s, that was rough. Yeah, it's it kind of rough sometimes yeah, to really stay interested. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was, uh, what? Are, what's the status of, I guess, uh, Miz and Morrison? Are they heels in this? Oh, are they uh, yeah, they, they, they were all They are, right? Douche yeah. nozzles. I don't, they I don't, look I don't like. think Crime he, Time He's wearing ever, a fedora. I feel yeah. like Crime Time were always faces. I don't think that they ever turned heel. Oh, I could no. be wrong on that. No, uh, Shad did turn. Oh, they yeah, they, they turned went against each other. other. They and went Shad became the heel. And then JTG, yeah. Yeah, but like as a team, they were never heel. No, 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 not as a team. By the way, I will say, I love the Miz's one line where he said about Barack Obama. Obama getting sworn in tomorrow, and Miz just goes, 
I'm a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. And then they responded, I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Shannon, like, that's too bad yeah, for you. Yeah, it's too bad. Like, yeah, that's the worst. Uh, I really uh, love JTG's jacket in this. I oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah. That you, want a, you want a great leather yeah, jacket yeah. like that? This is one of you the also- matches where they flip uh, the, uh, the, the big man, little man offense, where it starts off with yeah. the With Shatner ring. Yeah. yeah. Big guy in there. Yeah. Something a little different. Uh, also, it just should be noted that I know Joey also wants an Enzo jacket, too, right? Yeah. I'm not sure if I've ever said that on air, but we'll cut in a clip of me saying that on air right now. Yeah. <laughs> I would like an Enzo jacket. Yeah, just, just kidding. I'm not going to make Steven search for that. Yeah. I think, well, you, you were telling me that you wanted to get all the stuff to dress up like Enzo. Once. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Right. Your head. Yeah. I'm actually. There's a few times um, I co-produce a press wrestling bit show that happens at the Upper Simpson Bria Theater in Los Angeles every once in a while. We have comedians do impersonations of wrestlers. It's very mm-hmm. fun. And I'm like, this is kind of my one speed. I don't really have very many like <laughs> characters or impressions that I can do. But I want to be Enzo Amore in the show so badly. I think I'm going to actually go to a like a, a like a a barber and have them like do my hair with like the leopard print like, oh, on the dude, side. That'd be amazing. That's going to be my look for a couple of months. <laughs> Can we get a preview of your Enzo impression? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, oh, um, God. okay. Like what's, what's the line that he says? Um, if I had a dime for every single time that Steven Perlstein established that he didn't like wrestling, I would have, I guess in that case, a lot of dimes, zero dimes. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Oh no, I love it. Joey's Enzo just kind of sounds like an old prospector. Yeah, yeah he really it sounds does. like Listen him. up. But in a slightly like gravelly or voice. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I think that's a 10 oh, good, for thanks. sure. I just want to see the leopard print hair. That's yeah, yeah, I, yeah, totally. I will pay hundreds no, of dollars to do any app. voice you want. Just yeah. mild mannered Joey who doesn't drink alcohol, like showing up in like a leather jacket and the leopard print hair is like, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> hey, you don't need alcohol to look fly, Stephen. You're like, uh, yeah. you, you know, are I'm you true. aware that you can't teach that? <laughs> do you know that? Like tell you, that thing? you can't teach that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then, yeah, crime time uh wins this match remarkably quick yeah uh watching was, this match too I, I was like yeah i had to go back and think like they were really good in the ring they, they were yeah, good really good team. they had a really good like you know jcg like you know high flyer doing all like the cool flips and stuff like yeah, that yeah. and yeah. had some technical skills too mm-hmm. and then chad could always like you know lift them up do some really cool yeah good stuff big like, man yeah. stuff they're very good gymnasts when I like them and like something that i guess is to wwe's credit to their credit is like they were always booked strong like they, they were, were. Like, like other than like maybe that like that like last match right before they went out. Yeah, they they, they never went through that thing of like losing the big show in 30 seconds. No, right. They were always like booked like contenders and booked very credibly. It's just too bad. They never got a good payoff for it. Yeah, yeah they never got a bell turn. Like yeah. That. Well, that's something that like, you know, uh, like fans still talk about, like, you know, tag teams that should have had the titles at some point. And crime times, yeah. like, they're definitely like high up on that list because yeah. they were over. The fans liked them. This like this wasn't like, you know, there weren't a lot of great tag teams. And like they, they were even period. paired up with John Cena at one point. Like that's yeah. how popular that. They right. Were. Yeah. 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 They uh, for a couple of weeks, they were in a group with John Cena called CTC, which yep. I think was like crime time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In um, fact, they're almost yeah. it's almost kind of like Enzo and Cass are getting the re getting the crime time treatment again now in a way. It's like they're kind of trying to do the same thing over again. Yeah, a See, little bit. I, I want to. I, I, so I want to understand this because like there is a moment in here like both of these matches and maybe that's just match selection or whatever. But both mm-hmm. of these matches are very quick. So does that say something anything about their status as as wrestlers or like in the WWE? Because yeah. I feel like a lot of the stuff we watch, uh, the matches are at least 20 minutes. Both of these matches lasted like 
two. Oh, okay. Well, you know? because that like they, the pre and the post, whatever. Early, takes they, you know, they rarely ever got like you know like those slots where yeah. it's the last match of Raw or anything like that. Yeah. They were earlier. They were entertainment. Like you know, yeah. I don't yeah. think Middle they were ever show. taken as seriously as you know like those those fights where it would take a commercial break and we'd come back and everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, they don't get like so their half yeah. hour barn burner. So no. they're like, I guess then more the comic relief. Yeah, or one hundred percent comic relief. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, well, I didn't understand that. That's great. Like, incredible in the ring. Yeah, like like they're I mean, similar to like Enzo and Cass, I guess, in that regard of like, you know, they're like they're funny and they like they do jokes and stuff like that. But they are also like portrayed as good wrestlers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Um, but uh, Stephen, um, both of these matches were from Monday Night Raw. Like, you know, they they it's a t- it's a TV show. So they have like designated time slots for matches. So it's mm-hmm. like this segment from when you walk out and say your first word to the end of the match is 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Right. Or right. Whatever. Um, like, yeah, I don't think that they Especially ever like sketches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, like, I'm not sure if they ever got... The, I mean, maybe they had a couple pay-per-view matches, but I'm not sure if they ever had the, like, 30-minute, like, do-whatever kind of thing. I think thing. they were in pay-per-view matches, but uh, what I read is a lot of their pay-per-view matches were dark matches. Oh, so, sucks. we didn't get to, like, oh, yeah. So, there were yeah, matches yeah. that... Dark matches are, like... They happen to. It's not, not like a racial thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, matches. I wouldn't surprise me. Vince McMahon. All right, they're gonna do dark matches. So like, <laughs> we're gonna call these dark. WWE matches. has it like it's filmed live and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. they have like these commercials and stuff like that, and the audience is there. So to entertain the audience oh. while those commercials and stuff are happening. Yeah. They have matches. There matches before the show. Or yeah, to like, hype people like, up. Yeah, like yeah. Like, match, and they yeah. like get like a newer guy out there, like a guy who's like starting to like they're starting to push. Yeah, they'll bring him out and, and they'll bring out like some local jobber and he'll he'll beat this local guy. And then at, and then at the same time, they'll do that after the show where it's like after the show goes off the air, then it's like now we're going to do like a crowd pleasing. Go home. Yeah. John Cena and and crime time versus yeah. the spirit squad. They exactly. would just do like the best of type of thing. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. 100%. I saw uh, they do. Brian Regan does this when he goes on tour. He's a stand up comedian. He just goes like, all right, now I'm going to do the jokes that people I know that I know of mine that they like. Just tell me what joke and they'll like shout out the punchline <laughs> and he'll just do the whole joke. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. But I'm like, I mean, I guess that's what the people yeah. want. Yeah. Saying. yeah. But I yeah. guess the, like, that's something that's sort of a shame with crime time is like the, if they were consistently put in dark matches, that means that the WWE knew that they were over and knew that the audience loved them and knew that they could warm a crowd up, but they like didn't give them the opportunity to like have the money spots. Yeah. yeah. It was Welcome like, we know you're a good. black man in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I learned so much about being white today. <laughs> Thank you guys for this. Yeah, Steven. I hope you like having The Miz and Morrison, two wrestlers you can relate to. Yeah. Yeah, those, those and are they completely. I feel like The Miz is like, you know, not as good as a wrestler as anyone in crime time but he yeah. had title shots constantly yeah. Yeah, yeah you know and he became like he graduated from the WWE to being like you know like how what they did with Stone Cold and they did with The Rock until The Rock got bigger than them where the man was in movies and stuff like that sure like he yeah. was in movies he was yeah, their interview guy yeah. he would go on like he would go on talk shows and stuff yep. yeah he became yeah. the face of their organization the Miz, yeah. the Miz now is better than he's ever been oh, I think the Miz yeah, now like, right is, now he's great he's a great, great. He's yeah. a great but at this time I agree 110% yeah. <laughs> terrible because he was he was still pretty great and he was yeah. good at being a, a bad guy. A heel, he always yeah. had the mic skills, but he was not a, a great wrestler at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. But, but, but hey, he had a flame fedora, just like Steven, so whatever. Yeah, well, uh, you have a flame fedora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're uh, right here in this closet. That's, uh, that's not a shoot. That's a work. What I fuck? I don't care. Can we, Can we yeah. do the next fucking clip? Yeah, that's a shoot. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but actually, but something I want to talk about, going mm. on what Edgar was talking about, is like, mm. that's something that just is 
I don't know. It's like disappointing and like kind of normal in wrestling that like there are wrestlers that like suck that get pushed and they'll get opportunity after opportunity totally. after opportunity. And then there are wrestlers like, you know, like the Miz here, or like Roman Reigns or whatever, where it's like they're clearly not as talented, but they get the opportunities over people who like work their des- ass off, deserve it more probably. Yeah. yeah. That's like a frustrating part well, about being. I think it's just this idea of like, you know, like the Miz didn't get to be good by accident. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they spent time on him. They put yeah. in the work. He was and able to suck they developed him. Yeah. They developed yeah. him. And I think that, you know, sometimes for, a lot of like, you know, minorities are like kind of yeah. like weirder wrestlers. Like, yeah. You know, right. Guys, you don't have a very good face or something like that. Like, you know, you can't sell them yeah. for sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, WWE and other organizations are reluctant to put time into them. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. And that's them. the thing is you it, can't say that the Miz didn't work and put in his time because exactly. he did. The difference is that they gave him the opportunity and yeah, they're exactly. going to say, well, we're just going exactly. we'll yeah, to give you as much time exactly. as you need. Well, yeah, the is, Miz is great now, but he may have entered WrestleMania four years ago when he probably shouldn't have made entered WrestleMania. One of the things uh, we talked about Malcolm Gladwell earlier, he taught, he has this book called The Tipping Point, so everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. The 10,000 hour rule kind of came from that. Yeah. But he, he's more recently has said his point isn't that uh, her, his, what he meant to take away from it, which I don't think really comes across in the book, is not that like, oh, it takes 10,000 hours. It's that it requires you to have a system in which you can dedicate that time Correct. and mm-hmm. can keep on having the opportunities to do that. And if you Correct. have like the Miz who just keeps getting up and like manages to be good, it's because it keeps getting up. Mm-hmm. And the reason that, you know, like you say, like crime time or whatever doesn't get that opportunity, even when they are better, it's like, well, up. they're not getting the opportunity to show yep. their their skill. Totally. Yeah. To be Herald teams. Yeah. Steven, to be Herald. Uh, you, by the way, I wanted to ask you, uh, and you're, you were saying something. Sorry, we cut it off. Oh no, no, no! I was Stephen said exactly what I was okay, going to say. That's it. exactly what I was. While say we're on this topic, uh, <laughs> talking about Ma- Malcolm Gladwell, what mm-hmm. do you think of Malcolm Snackwell? <laughs> what? What the fuck are you what talking is Malcolm about? Malcolm is that a re- is that a wrestling thing or is this no. just a stupid uh, thing? No, yeah, it's uh, Malcolm Snackwell, WWE champion in 1992. <laughs> this, this, this is my ongoing bit. Where it ten thousand cookies? This, this is the, the continuation of my kettlebell. Kettle chips bit. Oh Christ! Oh, that's like, like when I'm not a gr- that's not a good. Okay, so, all right. Uh, I give it a six out of ten. Can I say yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys have an amazing bit that I love so much, and yep. I saw it for the first time a couple months ago. It was at uh, oh Jesus, uh, <laughs> the Source Awards. Yeah, that's the Source Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that made me cry. Like, I was crying, <laughs> laughing with you guys throwing throwing those sandwiches at people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Carl coming food's back. Food's funny, man. Yeah, dude, that shit was so funny. Malcolm Snackwell, get out of here. Let Joey uh, one, tell the bit. One, if you wanna, if you wanna talk more about the kettlebell kettle chips bit, feel free and hashtag kettle chips to uh, you love wrestling. <laughs> yeah, uh, YSLW you know, podcast. Maybe, and, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, podcast. Maybe we'll give you a shout out and um, give you your own kettle chip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, please hashtag, please hashtag Malcolm Snackwell. Snackwell. Actually, yeah, if you hashtag Malcolm Snackwell, uh, everybody that hashtags Malcolm if we Snackwell hit 10, to us, thousand Malcolm uh, Snackwell. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you if you hashtag Malcolm Snackwell uh, and tweet at YSLW podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, we will pick one of the people that does that and mail them a free bag of kettle chips. Yeah. Or a box of Snackwell. Or a box of Snackwells. No, no, it's kettle chips. Okay, well, maybe kettle some kettle chips. chips, maybe some Snackwells. We'll, we're still figuring this out. You didn't uh, get hit with a sandwich at UCB, did you? Uh, no, my roommate did, though. Oh, oh cool. No. Yeah, my roommate did. So, uh, Sorry. I'm, 
<laughs> I slammed a couple people. You I hate that sandwich. You destroyed uh, a girl a, in a the audience. Oh, yes, I remember that. Oh, yeah, 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 I love that. Carl was so <laughs> Carl was so upset, but it was so funny. Like because he had to be upset as Birdman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah oh, totally. Yeah, that's right. I told those boys not to throw those sandwiches. Uh, last. That yeah. is Bert, Carl Tart's Birdman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Stephen, Nick, and I were in a sketch group called Local Business Comedy. We do a bit. Still are Joey. Uh, we're not dead. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, we do a bit where we basically just like we do roast jokes roast about rappers jokes, yeah. and then we button it by throwing hamburgers into the audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we did one Source Awards where we played CEOs from Arby's and yeah. threw Sandwiches of the Ring and then Source Awards came around again we're like what are we going to do this year? We're like yeah. let's just change it to Burger King well, wait, no, no, Wendy's. or Wendy's, Wendy's and yeah. throw, throw what, what, wait, what burgers was the, the joke? Audience. Wait, I forgot okay, the, so joke the joke for Wendy's. The, fir- the joke well, for the first, first time yeah. was uh, Arby's. we're Arby's and, and um, we're roasting yeah, roasting so beef. So as, as the source of who, who work at Arby's, we know a lot about roast beef. Yeah. So they're rat beef, so we're going to roast them. And the Wendy's thing was... Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> the Wendy's thing... No, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. That was going to be Taco Bell. The Wendy's thing was like, okay, so as the CEOs of Arby's, we roasted all the beefs last year. And there's no... No, you know, more yeah, no more beefs to roast. So, uh, oh, yeah. Where's, where's the beef? Where's the beef? We got jobs That's at Wendy's. Yeah. We did our we job too good. Where's the beef? Yeah. yeah. And we did more roast style jokes where we decided there was no beef and yeah. then we threw beef at people. And yeah. we even like rewrote the same jokes. We rewrote this has gotten very masterful yeah, in the last two yeah. Just how awful we are. Yeah. Sell yourselves. Sell yeah. yourself. Thank you. I'm glad you like the Source Awards. Hashtag Malcolm Snackwell. Yeah. So, the fourth clip Crime Time with President Bush at WWE Raw on December 18th. 2006. Oof. One day before Barack Obama's inauguration, Crime Time had an in-ring segment with a George W. Bush impersonator. Bush performed a blatantly racist promo as an act of revenge. Crime Time stole George Bush's wallet. There's uh, uh, a clip from that. That's why we're here tonight in Chocolate City, D.C., baby. Chill! We can't be popping. Come on, baby. Come on. Chill. Yo, basically, we're here to show that we ain't perpetrating anything. As a matter of fact, we done brought with us a special guest. Whoa, he, he's more of a character witness. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, get off your feet and make some noise for the President of the United States of America, George W. Bush! What? friends, crime time. You see, not too long ago, a rapper by the name of Kanye West, he started a rumor that George Bush doesn't like black people. I'm here to tell you that could not be farther from the truth. Colin Powell, Colin Powell, myself, we're homies. Homies. Condi, Condoleezza Rice. Now there's one hot little black bitch. For clarity, uh, I got that wrong. President Obama was uh, not elected in 2006. Yeah. 
okay. didn't know what I was thinking. Here's the thing about this. <gasps> oh, if it's there, if there, it's, it is. If there is one thing I hate, I've always hated, and it's got Vince McMahon written all over it, is when they bring in these celebrity impersonators yeah. on Raw. Yeah, absolutely. They did it with Donald. They had a, a match, Stephen, at one point between... And I'm air quoting Donald Trump and Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> they, they do this bullshit. And, and Vince oh, no. loves this garbage. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love that garbage. Oh, I hate uh, you, you, Did you enjoy this I bit? love this George W. Bush oh, bit oh, so God. much. I like shit. But here's two. Here's awful. why I love it. Here's okay, why I love it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, bit yeah. came after um, Shelton Benjamin started calling them out as, like, you know, he questioned their character. Yep. He called them stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So you guys are fake. So to answer it, they bring out George Bush. Now, this also happened after Kanye West said George yeah, Bush doesn't, doesn't care like about black, black people. people. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it was right supposed to be mutually China. beneficial for these two people to be seen hanging out with each other. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, a no, brilliant bit. I get That's, that. I that is get super that. funny. Yeah, that is super funny. That <laughs> but, I it's, about it. but it's still like, does this need to be like uh, the, uh, the match? Go to that clip, Stephen. Yeah. The matches, you were like, why are these matches three minutes? Yeah. Why is this clip nearly nine? Yeah. <laughs> this is longer than the, the matches. The clip is oh, which, longer. What's than, good? What's good? Oh, this Bush guy, what's good, guys? Yeah, he's terrible Come at the high five. Come on, he's bad at the high fives. The prim- like, I'll, I'll admit that that premise is funny. It is. The execution of it is so bad. It's bad. Like, like it, it's like, oh, okay, so George Bush is the stupidest person in the world. I get that, and I chuckle. I did chuckle like when he comes out. All this intro up top is funny. It's like, oh, that's pretty funny. Then he starts opening his mouth, and I'm like, is this over? He calls a yeah. uh, a fine, a bitch. hot, a hot. Oh, little black yeah. bitch. Yeah. He says, I was like, oh. And they cut to a black girl and she's just yeah. completely shocked. And I quote, and I quote the yeah. Bush actor, now there's one hot, li- there, there's one little hot black bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? No. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, and then he says, George Jefferson, he's down, he says he's like, he li- he's down with black people. Yeah. Yeah. George Jefferson, okay, uh, wrote the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. Yes, he did. What? 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 <laughs> they cut what? him off before he tries to say the N-word for yeah. Yeah. That bit is so uh, Twice. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, Twice. Yeah, that was... Uh, also, he calls DC... Who calls DC Chocolate City? Was that Bush? I just have oh, that. Oh, no. Uh, Shad does. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. I have that. But that is a nickname for DC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard yeah. that. I've heard We've that. all I've been to that. Chocolate City. If, <laughs> I was going to say, if Bush would have said it, I would have been automatically offended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, but, like, to their credit, like, they fucking went for it for this bet. They like, did? They they promised you SNL-style humor. Yeah. But see, and they gave you look, look the cut to the black girl. Oh, it's so oh, I we finally I, got <laughs> SNL style humor. Uh, I just I, I really like I was talking about this the other day, and oh, I feel bitch. like this is not uh, Saturday Night Live style humor. She is just like, she's like, why did I come to this? My boyfriend <laughs> dragged me to this stupid thing. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, they're pushing uh, some lines here. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it's funny. I don't know what I don't know what the game. Is. I don't, I don't uh, like this. I don't the know. game is that George Bush is a fucking idiot yes. racist. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like, Never it's not like yeah, funny. George Bush is yeah. racist in yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a game. Yeah, I love yeah. it. George Bush being a fucking oh, idiot yeah, is come, funny. Well, it's just like, you know, like, how do you come back from, uh, you know, Kanye West saying. Uh, George Bush doesn't like black people and obviously like you know I think George Bush survived that attack because of how Kanye said it sure but he what they weren't catching his underlying message of like how he handled the tragedy in New Orleans was yeah. a fucking mess <laughs> yeah but uh 
it's a it's a really funny joke i think about like you know how people kind of do do these things like we're no Donald Trump got called out for like you know not liking black people. He's just like, oh, I'm great with the blacks. Yeah. And he went yeah. and he got like eight black passes. The blacks like, love me. Check it out. So it's like, you know, I think it's like a really and he's funny like pointing joke. Out, look at my black guy. Like yeah. he's pointing to the audience. Like this is what are you doing? Yeah, somebody's got it. Yeah. So like you know, I think like guy. you know, this is like one of the few times I think WWE came a little close to that SNL style parody. Sure, yeah, this is like a solid premise. Yeah, like, like, I could see this getting pitched to SNL and then being like, give him too much credit. I, I mean, get it. It's I, the execution. As I've, always, said. I, I've said that before. It's like it's easy to come up with like a pretty good premise. Yeah. It's very it's it's hard to deliver on no, it. Price. And this one does not <laughs> deliver, in my opinion. When you yeah, when you say that, I, I get the premise. I don't think I necessarily got it when I was first watching it. But that premise is solid. Yeah, uh, yeah, the it execution is. Of it, I'm like, oh no, no, no. Oh, wait, we can't forget about this masterful ending. This uh, ending oh, yeah. Is, oh yeah, when they steal his, they steal his. Yeah, wallet. yeah, they steal George Bush's very, wallet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very big moment. Oh yeah, and then he he asks the CIA to go get those. N- uh. yeah. That's right. That's right. Very yes. true. Arrest Very. those pe- those people stole my wallet. Yeah, it's real. Right. It's real scary, guys. It's real scary stuff. <laughs> Race relations. Uh, all right. So what do we see? But, like, but like, I guess that, like something that then like, he dances. But some yeah. Then George Bush dances. Oh yeah, and he which, does flip off the crowd at the end, which which, which lasts forever. Yeah, flipping off the crowd it was funny. pretty good. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty good. That kind of saves it. <laughs> but, like, but something that I something that I like about this that like I feel is the, I watched this and I and like I kind of got crime time after watching this. Mm-hmm. Like and I think that like George Bush is being openly racist and he's clearly painted as the bad guy. Yeah. Yep. Whereas I feel like in a lot of cases in wrestling, like the opposite is true, where it's like somebody will say something very xenophobic or very racist. American and like, hero. Yeah, yeah, and they're painted yeah. as the good guy. Yeah. And like I definitely credit WWE for like you know, they did. They like they were George Bush here was not trying to get cheers. It was sure. clearly like this guy's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, it was like the highest man in the land is the biggest mm-hmm. idiot. Yeah, in the world. And it's yeah. Like, there is something like, I guess, like progressive in wrestling about yeah, that. In a like, way. Vince McMahon is not a liberal. Like, there's yeah, no way Vince McMahon is, Vince McMahon is not voting a for Republican. I would have like, to yeah. assume. So, like, the fact that this bit made it on air is yeah. somewhat amazing. Well, this know? is also 2006 and we everybody hates George Bush True. at this point. Like, uh, you know, like no, I he, think at this point we like him a lot. More. No, it was two, that right after in 2004, we liked him. We maybe a little oh, I bit. Mean, no, you're back. talking about then. Oh yeah. Then. Yeah. Oh, everybody, uh, like yeah, everybody. The war is like clear awful. Uh, yeah, he's fucking awful. Like, yeah, people hated him. So it's like, it's, I don't, I like, you can give him a little credit for that, but it's also like, that's an easy target to go. It is. You know, I agree with that. Yeah. But it's, easy target that they like don't it's, it's an easy target that they like don't often go for like fair enough yeah like donald trump has not yet been made fun of on wwe programming part of that's because him and vince McMahon are friends he's in the wwe hall of fame and it's of course he is. but like oh, yeah. you know that's like an easy target that they could use yeah. but they like truly alarming <laughs> yeah. it, it is yeah uh yeah uh, our next it. president okay. wwe hall of famer uh, that's what my money's on I, donald trump. <laughs> I know uh, okay. So, uh, Makes um, me want to jump out a fucking window. So what do we? Uh, yeah, so I guess let's we'll go around and we'll uh, we'll rate this. Uh, we'll just rate Crime Time as a whole one out of five. 
stolen President Bush wallets. Yeah, stolen, <laughs> yeah, stolen presidential wallets. All right, all right, fair it. enough. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess Nick gets started. Well, listen, I hate you know I don't like this Bush clip. I don't hate it, but I hate the like I said, I hate the celebrity impressions that they do overall. Of course, I hate those bits. Uh, but you know what? After after talking about it, talking about being it being oddly progressive and what you're saying about how how they how they used it to address a controversy i guess mm-hmm. in a way I, maybe i don't hate that clip as much as i thought i did yeah um crime time i loved they were over i, I loved them when they were out they were over for me i thought they were a great team i don't think they ever got their due uh I kind of wish JTG was still quietly employed because oh, it would be the great. best bit running bit oh, gag uh, ever. I think that they might actually be re-signed for the brand split. Like it's yeah, like rumor. I've heard that they're trying rumor to come back. Has yeah, yeah. Well, uh, back. Rumor like, has would, it. Rumor has it. That would make me so happy. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, you I, heard I'd it be, here first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be interested to see what they could do. Uh, wait, and the split is July 19th, so this will like, come out after, right? Yeah, this will come out months mm-hmm. after. Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got 800 episodes in the can. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Look, I, lo- I love Crime Time. I don't think they're the greatest tag team of all time, but they were entertaining, and I don't think they ever got their fair shot. And you know what? If they come back for the brand split, and I kind of hope they do, I hope they get their fair shot. So I, it feels weird that we're just like rating them, because we usually go through mm-hmm. and rate the clips, but Crime Time's awesome. I'll give them a 4.7 out of 5. Mm-hmm. 4.7, yeah. 5... Oh wait, four stolen out of five, stolen, yeah. stolen wallets. Out of stolen yeah. wallets. Yeah. Um, I give them a four point seven. Yeah, because uh, I think they're awesome and they never got their due. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they're a team that like this was this was probably when I watched WWE the least, kind of like through most of their run. Um, yeah. So like it was really nice. Like when when Edgar suggested Crime Time, I was like, wait, really? And then I watched these clips and it was like, oh yeah, I get. It. Yeah, they are they are really good and they're yeah. like they definitely. They definitely like made a choice and stuck to it, and they were good wrestlers, and they like committed to their bit really well, and like. Yeah, I mean, I think that I would definitely, I would definitely give them a four out of five. They, they were capable of so much more than they were given, but what they were given, they did a very good job with. Yeah, yeah. agree. I agree um, with that. Yeah, so, agree. Uh, Edgar, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna give them a four point eight stolen wallets. Uh, very high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, I don't know if you go back to that George Bush clip in the beginning when Crime Time is walking out. There's a black kid in the audience going wild. Like he's like, maybe it's mm-hmm. this one, but I also watched uh, one of their other fights. But yeah. He's like going the whitest there he is. That kid yeah. right there. He's so he's so happy to see them. Like he's just yeah. like, Yes. Yeah. These wrestlers look like me. Yeah. And like yeah. Are they like <laughs> Is awful, the best? awful yeah. stereotypes. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it goes like you said about anything that represents that I yeah. can be that thing that yes. I love. I get it. Yes. And that's great. Yes. Yeah, and like, I also have like this this uh, this idea of like I always ask myself like if aliens were to come and invade uh, America and we were supposed to show them like they were like give us a media that can best represent America. Mm-hmm. I think there would be no better media than wrestling to give them, to show them, this is us. This is what we're like. This is us in a nutshell. Steven perfectly. is dying. I think Steven's it's true. I don't teeth. think there's any better thing to show what it is like to be an American <laughs> than wrestling. I, I love think what you just said. And Boo. I think Crime Time represents what a lot of Americans think about African Americans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You could get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. I think it's true. Let him talk. Let's hear it. And I think that, like, you know, as awful and as crazy as it is, Uh it is satire. And it is saying, like, this is what you think. 
we'll give it to you. I don't and think you're wrong about showing aliens wrestling. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think you're wrong. I absolutely think if we're if aliens like show us something that represents what it. There's nothing better than wrestling. Steven, your thoughts? I mean, I, I, I want to I wanna, like, pick apart this premise more than I should <laughs> also, want to. Thanks for giving us but, the quote we're going to use to promote our podcast. You're damn right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Check it out, aliens. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so far we've got uh, 4.7, 4.8. 4.8, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's a good score so far. Yeah, so what Pretty do you good, think actually, Steven? Yeah. We'll get your score. We'll also let you respond to uh, the truth that Edward Ooh, just Ooh, I'm so mad. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, that's uh, it's interesting. I think... Um, yeah, I can see how they're they are good wrestlers. Uh, maybe even better than some of the contemporaries who are uh, uh, kind of getting title shots or whatever. Um, I also see. I feel like I see what they're going for on the bit mm-hmm. of like or like their character bit, but I feel like I've decided I think it's played wrong. I think they are played in the way that. Uh, like the commentators and the other wrestlers are exploiting it. Mm. And I feel like I would much rather see it at an angle where people are, uh, unsure how to handle it mm. like if that's what the bit is of like oh we're real we're real hardcore or whatever i don't want to hear like oh they stole tvs and like yeah. making jokes out of it. <laughs> yeah i want them to like not know how to deal with this like that would be may- that would make me feel better about the whole thing of course, of course. Uh, and i'm also speaking as like a white man who's uh, straight and has no uh, uh part in this conversation so whatever um <laughs> but i but yeah i don't know like that that does make that whole thing like makes it weird for me so i'm not great with that um so uh, but overall i see they're good and I, that that the bit is funny this george bit the pr- the premise good uh ex- execution <laughs> i don't bad. know uh, so overall i think i'm gonna give them um, 3.3 uh stolen wallets which is well, pretty good for me that's pretty a good, good score that yeah. is a yeah. good very good, good score a, yeah. yeah he's given surprise that someone who hates wrestling as much as you would give them a 3.3 wow yeah i mean again kind of a passing grade i see i yeah. see what's good about them i really do i i just want i want uh others i want the whole dynamic to be changed and then it to not be wrestling <laughs> yeah. uh, i consider that in a win, soap though. opera, if they were newscasters, yeah, if they were newscasters, I'd be like, "Yeah, here comes crime time." <laughs> Talking they were... about the weather. So what I was gonna say, what kind of weather's going on in Brooklyn? Brooklyn. <laughs> Let's see what's going yo, on. Yo, yo, here's your weather report. It's the with news. Crime time. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, that'd be real. Sweet. That'd be super fun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a cold front coming in. So, uh, JTG and Chad, if you're listening to this, please get a job at the Weather Channel. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Well, then come what, on our what show. I find interesting though is that like we're 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 willing to accept if crime time was rappers and they were doing all this outlandish stuff, we would have no issue with it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little weird that like when it's wrestling, we're like, Hey, this isn't acceptable, yeah. but we have <laughs> no, no issue a- with like, you know, if a rapper was talking about stealing TVs or anything like that, it wouldn't be hmm. as, Ooh, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like if these were rappers, it would just be a drop in the bucket. Yeah. It was, it would, it would just like, it would be, like clear waters as far as like yeah. you know people's reaction to it. But, but they're the coming into this white space yeah. as like these yeah. gangster characters. And I think honestly, Shit. even though that they're reacting that way, whether people are willing to admit it out, it did shake people up and they yeah. didn't did not to handle it. it yeah. Did. Yeah. I, I think I think it's you, you say like coming into this white space, but it's also like it feels exploitative and mm-hmm. some of the commentary on it. It's like, oh, no, you're not uh, like making this better or making it your own. Yeah. You're being you're being uh, used. You're not you're being used. And yeah. that's the worst. You like, like the prime time controlled it a lot more. Right. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. But I think I mean, <clears throat> does it help that they were like they were the good guys the entire time? They were. That's true. As a tag like, team, they were like they yeah, were they true. weren't played as like an, uh, the other. They were played yeah. as like, oh, this is like an accepted thing. That you should cheer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, true. rappers don't have control of their own images either. Oh like, yeah. You know, like no, there's no, like right. Also yeah, like, markedly true, but it's uh, it's not. 
uh, it's also not portrayed that they don't have control True, over it. That, that's which, a secret. That's it's a, a secret. secret. So the yeah. like I, again, I think it's like the framing of it is mm-hmm. it really I, to me it matters a lot. Again, I don't fucking know. I'm some white guy, I actually, <laughs> but I respect your opinion. I think that your opinion on these things is important and is necessary. So, uh-huh. hey, thanks, man. Yeah, I, I, that's the first time anybody's ever said that my opinion is important. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, this is the Especially, last time anybody's and it'll say. never happen yeah. again. Damn yeah. right, now this alien thing. Damn right, now this alien thing. No, okay, we don't have to. Well, uh, I, I go into I, it, but what would you show? I, Don't argue back, but what would you show then? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm curious about this. Like, this okay, so I'm stupid. Show, so wait, well, okay. What's the pr- the premise? Is aliens show, have come and they said, and give us a media of any form that. Well, yeah, show them kale what chips. It, what it is, America? What is America? Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, dogs. that's interesting. What is America? It has to be a, a like a media and it, media. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can show them a Budweiser commercial. Could be a painting. Any, could be a painting. Could, could be, be a, a poem. Could be a big dog. Instagram yeah. post, Facebook, <laughs> any sort of media. You know, fuck. I I'm trying to think of uh, what it would be, but I'd want to get like some. Uh, this is so weird. I want. I'd want some sort of. Book. I can't think of what it would be, or maybe you know what? Maybe I want it Just to be the big short. Sort of book. I think I want it to be the big Ooh, short. Big short is a great one. That's yeah, great. That's I think that I think that really like accurately portrays what our country's really about, mm-hmm. what's good about it, and what's fucking awful about it. And uh, I think that like at the core of like what we are, it's a lot of like you can struggle and work your way up sure. or whatever, but also not really in the game's rig. Uh, like I think that's what's really. You know American. who also has that message? Tell me. WWE. Yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. Uh, you can work your ass off like prime time, be the greatest, yeah. but it's rigged against you. That's yeah. true. The yeah. Miz is going to get ahead. Just all right. All right. Fine. Wrestling. <laughs> wrestling to the aliens. Yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> destroy, destroy all humans and then come check out the aliens. Uh, all right. Great. Uh, thanks so much for that. Uh, yes. So um, if you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steven, or if you're not a wrestling fan and you have questions for Nick and I, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com or Blaze. send us a tweet at why. SLW podcast hashtag hashtag kettle chips or something we'll <laughs> yeah. give you kettle chips uh, hashtag yeah Malcolm Snackwell hashtag yeah. Malcolm Snackwell Malcolm Snackwell oh, and then uh, we'll randomly pick one of the people that tweets that at us and we'll mail them a bag of kettle chips yes. Yes. vision is snacks yeah <laughs> this podcast I mean, uh, right. yeah sponsored by snacks that's yeah. right cooking <laughs> man so uh, we've spent the episode trying to convince Stephen that we should that he should love crime time. So this is the part of the show where he hits to convince us to love something. Mm-hmm. So yep. Stephen, what are you trying to get us to love this week? Uh, okay, well this week I, I sent you guys a little bit of homework, and I mm-hmm. hope you checked it out. I this did. week I want everybody to love Sam Cooke's album "Live at the Harlem Square Club, 1963." Mm-hmm. Um, this is an album from Sam Cooke, the King of Soul. Uh, and it is considered one of the best live albums of all time. It was originally recorded in 1963, and RCA Records thought the album was too raw to release, which if you listen to it, you might even kind of hear that. Yeah. Uh, so they shelved it for 22 years. Wow. Yeah. Like, they had oh. no intention of releasing it at all. And then some guy who was working at RCA was like, this is great. We got to put this out. Um, and so uh, I want to I want to play a few quick clips from it, uh, or a few quick uh, song clips from it. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm going to play uh, some of the changes. Gang. Designed to make you feel good, Sandy. I hear something saying. Of 
Uh, and then this one is uh, Bring It On Home To Me, which I just want you guys to listen to how hard he's selling this song. Don't you know that I'll always, I'll always be a slave. Okay, and then that was also just for the record, bring it on home for me. That's the song that opens up my previous uh, thing that you should like, Michael Mam's films, Ollie. Yeah, that starts with that. I okay. love Bring It On Home to Me. It's that's, a that's, really good one. It really sells song. it. It's and an amazing then, song. I, what I love about this album so much is it seems like the audience starts and they are on board, but not focused. They're yeah. they're just kind of listening or whatever. But by the time you get to the end of it, the very last song, the audience is just fucking on board. They're singing with them. That's like a call and response thing. Mm-hmm. So I want to. Uh, have you guys listen to having a party? Like, just listen to how much he killed that. Wasn't that great? What do you guys think of Sam Cooke live at Harlan's? I, I listened to the album, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I definitely do agree with that whole Raw thing. Like, you know, when mm-hmm. I first listened to it, I was confused by why it starts with another band. Yeah. And then that band brings on Sam Cooke. Yeah. yeah it it kind of sounded like an recording of an open mic almost. Yeah. It's kind of cool, right? I was very cool, right? out by that. I was like, what, what, what's going on? But It's very unique, especially, like, I don't know, when I think of music. And especially if you think of when this was supposed to come out, 1963. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other thing. Whole of the world. Yeah. So, uh, uh, quick disclaimer on this: If you work for RCA, we definitely have permission to play these clips. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yes, uh, I dare you to try to get us on that. Uh, you can you take can all of our down, podcast. Come money. down to Muncie, Indiana, and hunt <laughs> where us we're at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I um, think this is a fantastic album it's a great yeah. record it's a great recording it is mm-hmm. super raw i love it i mean sam cook was yeah like a fucking once in a lifetime talent he's super great but yeah. i never really connected with uh i really never really loved some of his like really great like recording gospel songs like a change mm. is gonna come oh i love that, that one. it's good but it, it was oh, never something like i love sam cook song really yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair mm-hmm. that's fair yeah, same. uh but i don't know this, this is just something else i really like i uh the power, the electricity, like it's mm, that's the energy of you, it. You get why that guy is a performer. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and I love, I don't know. I just loved hearing that. The first time I heard this album, I was like, that guy and knows how to do music. Yeah. <laughs> no, go, go. Oh, well, I, mean, I think you can definitely see how special it is in where a lot of live albums now are so 
produced. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like everything is yeah. so produced. <laughs> or like they'll they'll hype the audience up. Like they'll bring yeah. out a guy to be like, yeah. oh, look, all right, uh, catch is about to come out right now, so you got to be as loud as you yeah. can be, and like yeah. you know, like. They didn't know Sam Cooke was coming out. Like, yeah. It sounds like in this recording, like, yeah. he just walked out. And, yeah, yep. like, it sounds like okay, we're done. Here's Sam. And yeah, like, what? Like okay, but like that yeah. that kind of like you know authenticity to it is yeah. a huge selling point to the album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's authenticity. Really is it. It's key. great. It's like it's so nice to hear literally anything. And I had listened to this record before, so that yeah, was a I great figured. choice. Uh, but yeah, it's just so nice to hear anything. Like you said, authenticity. Where it's like that's why I love when any band announces like. We built our own recording studio and recording yep. on old. And I know it's all, it almost sounds pretentious now but because we because we've made it seem mm-hmm. like it's so hipstery to be like analog, blah blah blah, or whatever yeah. about music. But it's like it's so nice to hear people who are like we're doing minimal studio trickery, mm-hmm. we're recording in a fucking studio, and it's not overproduced and overcompressed and in your face. And I just, I get so annoyed uh, forever, by all uh, music for Emma forever ago is one of my favorite albums because, you know, Justin Vernon literally was like, I'm going to go to a, to cabin, a cabin and I'm going to record this. And like, yeah. it's so beautiful. Those are ridiculous like, recordings. Yeah. They sound like they're from another planet. Yeah. Because they're so grounded on being from planet Earth. Yeah. yeah. They sound like another, gone. like they're from another fucking realm well, because it, it's like you forgot what that's like to just get like raw honest emotion in a mm-hmm. recording you and ta- i think yeah. sam cook is great for that i think i think you guys are t- saying exactly what i like about it. you want to talk about like overproduced i feel like even a lot of stuff even when it's not overproduced or you hear uh kind of a raw or version of it you're like oh it's not very good yeah what and this guy with yeah or it's not it's just like they're not as talented as they are produced to be and yeah, yeah, yeah on this one he's so fucking talented yeah. uh, produced or not and it's just again it's like this real thing and you actually yeah. get to hear it you can hear you can hear the things where it's a little off or whatever but he makes it work and yeah. I don't know I fucking well, love it and with so many live albums like the only thing that makes a live album is that they use the audience track right and then like other than that like there's a guy that comes in and like cleans up the guitar solo and like right. yeah. and like yeah. Yeah. You know, make sure that the drum solo was on point and like redoes it in the studio or right. whatever and like this just this you know it felt like oh they just set up a microphone and this guy put on yeah like, it, they the put, yeah. put a sp- split marker for the tracks and like that's an album like, yeah. Yeah. yeah even I don't great. like giving you credit for anything this is a six out of five. Oh, yeah. hey I got it I got it Joey what do you think great uh, yeah, Sam five five five. great five out of five yeah this Edgar? is five out of five all right so cool. also I want to say because of how wonderful and raw it sounds according to Wikipedia, you know who we have to thank for that? Hmm. This album was supervised by Hugo and Luigi. Hugo <laughs> <laughs> and Luigi, get in so here. It says they, they were a, a record A and R uh, producer team oh, in, uh, for RCA Victor. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, pro Luigi. tip for anybody out there: Har- Harlem Square Club, actually in Miami, not in Harlem. Oh, That's right, uh, yeah, uh, Miami. Uh, you know, uh, another game we're going to do to the audience. Um, if you've got a preference between Hugo or Weaver, send us a hashtag Hugo or Weaver and just let us know. We'll maybe uh, talk about your favorite uh, member of that production team in the, the podcast. <laughs> Hugo Weaver? Wait, and what's his name? Luigi. Hugo and Luigi. Is it Hugo oh, Weaver yeah, Hugo and You just took the actor Hugo Weaver and made him two different people. Yeah. Guys, he uh, plays Mr. Smith. Well, he's the Mr. Matrix. Smith and Mr. Smith. This is Hugo okay, and this so, is Weaver. Uh, okay, so, okay, I'll place everything that I said with Hugo or Luigi. Nobody pick, will. Pick either Hugo or Luigi. How about you send in your best mashups of The Matrix and a Hugo and Luigi song? Yeah. yeah. This is yeah, my brother yeah. 
Keanu's, my brother Reeves. Yeah, yeah. If you want to mash up a Hugo and Luigi, mash up a Hugo and Luigi like song, maybe yeah. Sam Cooke's uh, yeah. album Luigi. Sure. Do. Maybe something else, and a song from the Matrix. Maybe that thing that happened during the crazy uh, lobby shootout or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, hashtag it with well. Malcolm Snackwell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hashtag with Malcolm Snackwell, and we'll send you a box of Triscuits. <laughs> <laughs> that's a promise. That's a shoot. Uh, that's a shoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Oh, so, yeah, job, Sam, Sam Cooke, oh, live okay, at Hurley Square. Check it out. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, um, uh, please, uh, Edgar, uh, is there any place that people can find you on social media? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can find me at at Edgar Montplazier on Twitter. Uh, good luck on that spelling. We'll have it out. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, at Awfulgram on uh, Instagram. And then Edgar hates this on Snapchat. That's, yeah. Uh, then, uh, uh, where can people find the Frenemies podcast? Frenemies podcast. Oh, yeah. SoundCloud.com slash Frenemies dash podcast. Cool. Uh, yeah. Also, then iTunes, check it out. Yeah. yeah on for, iTunes sure, well. for sure. For oh, yeah. sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at JoeyTainment. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. And you can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Mm-hmm. And uh, please um, like and subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review, and it'll definitely uh, allow us to keep doing this sweet, sweet mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, and I guess we'll see if Crime Time comes back for the brand extension. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I really hope we predicted this. I know we did, weren't the first to say it, but I hope we predicted it. Today. Yeah. Hey, Steven? Mm-hmm. Do you love wrestling? Oh, ah, no. No. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> Edgar, thank you for doing the show. <laughs> thank you, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yo, yo, yo. It's crime time. Pop a 40 and check your rolling. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.